Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. Good to see you all back on the air listening. Oh, guys, good to see me back on the air. Who am I kidding? I got my words tied up this morning. It is Monday. It is always my excuse. But thank you once again. Tuning in to WVAU.org, American University's own internet, student-run internet radio. Here we are once again live from a supply closet inside the Mary Graydon Center on the campus of American University. I am yours truly, the one and only Michael Gardner, and this is Fanatic Radio. Uh, You're home for sports as well as music from all genres. Don't have a preference. I would literally like to play anything. And that's what I do on the show. Why not? But, you know, we have a good show to you today. Uh, You know, we got craziness going on in the NBA. Uh, opening day was last week. A uh, couple shout-outs for that. Um, craziness about Jalen Rose and craziness about Jalen Rose. But first, we will definitely begin with. I think it's a very sad day here at Fanatic Radio. It is the last day of college basketball. As tonight, this is very proud to say this too. Tonight is the first time ever that. Uh, us on the Fanatic Radio actually get to preview a national championship game. So, tons of uh, emotions are flowing through me right now. Happy as well as sad, but uh, we're with UConn and Butler for the final four games Saturday. Uh, a lot of crazy... Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Watching those games on Saturday, though, you know, it's... You can't help but notice and the Butler VCU game, you know, the, the, the clock the clock's always going to strike midnight on Cinderella. I, I could, apparently, um, a friend of mine was asking, you know, lowest seed ever to win the NCAA tournament. That was back in the 80s when that Villanova team knocked off Patrick Ewing's Georgetown team. And, of course, the lowest seed after before that was when Jim Valvano in 1986, or 1983, when Jimmy V frantically ran around the court after they upset uh, Five Slam Pajama. So, this year, though, UConn Butler. And so, so many crazy stories surrounding this game. Of course, we'll start with the first game of VCU VCU Butler. And looking at this game, you can't help but notice, you know, eventually all the emotion... All the passion desire VCU put in this team, it's going to run out. But also, I look at the road that they took, and eventually, you know, you you don't think that. I mean, so some of that, some of that is going to. I don't know. Some of that is going to run out. But uh, yeah, I give credit to them. Uh, the first eleven seasons, Mason, to make the Final Four. Very impressive. Jamie Skeen is a name you will definitely have to be familiar with because he's going to go to the NBA. He is a a strong big man that can get boards. Also, he can shoot the three, which is really cool. He's a very, very diverse player. And I mean, of course, we'll get we'll get to that in a sec. Of guys, of course, I'll possibly be in future shows when we do our NBA draft and whatnot. But and we'll look at big players in that, but uh, for VCU, and Jerry Rod- I feel like Jerry Rodriguez wasn't wasn't there. 
And I don't know. I guess it's frustrating to watch a team that it's. I don't know. I have mixed emotions about this. I mean, it's not that I'm mad that VC was in in the first place. It's just who the team can't. They should come out of the region. Everyone wanted Kansas, and so I don't know. It's looking looking at it. Would you? I rather would have seen Kansas against Butler. I don't know, but because v- VCU, it's just they just went cold in the second half, and of course, th- free, uh, three point shooting is a huge, huge risk you run when you fire up the threes. So, in that in that sense, of course, they also next we'll move to the 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 UConn uh, Connecticut game, which I think was was very exciting. I mean, Butler ended up winning seventy sixty two. Shelvin McNamara Howard. Uh Van Zan, another player that contributed to that that score. It's sad to see VCU go like this, but it's funny because everyone thought George Mason was the George Mason of this year, and ironically it was the team from their conference. But Butler uh, and funny, Butler goes to the title game once again, but we'll get to that next. Uh VC uh U uh Yukon, Kentucky. Uh Huskies barely edged out the Wildcats fifty six fifty five. Kemba goes to the national title game. 18 points on Sunday as a senior. 10th straight victory. That's that's impressive. And of course, you knew Kentucky was going to give everything they got. I was not surprised watching this game that Kentucky would just throw everything but the kitchen sink at them. And knowing Coach Cal, knowing uh, Brandon Knight, Terrence Jones... Two players that I mean, hope that hopefully, I mean, they, they will go to the draft. Why not? I mean, they're they're, they're guys with that that will go. But those are two very good players, and Brandon Knight, definitely a player look out for as a shooting guard, so point guard esque. I don't know, but you know, I just it's surprising that Kentucky has, or not Yeah, one surprise Kentucky made it this far. And beating Ohio State, which was huge back in the Sweet 16. And then UConn, which I kind of feel really stupid now not picking them. But I announced last week that I'm not picking I'm never going to pick a bracket. I mean, unless someone, like, forces me to. I mean, why not? But you know me. <laughs> uh, it's, it's it's cool to see. Well, I'm glad UConn's in the finals. And... Because that's the story of that team is is phenomenal. That how this team is is thirteen and zero in tournament play because they they won the Maui Invitational, which is the reason why they're they were in the spotlight in the first place. They were unranked going into that tournament, and then they they beat Kentucky over in Maui, and they beat Michigan State to win the tournament, and so. That is where we forgot to see the first look of Kemba Walker. So that's 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 awesome to see that they went five straight days and won five straight games in the Big East tournament, and now they are rolling to the national championship, which is the next thing we will highlight. Previewing the Natty Champ game tonight, the Butler Bulldogs. Never thought I'd be saying this, but they are back and trying to look to regain what they lost. 
at half court last year against the Dukies. And they'll go up against a another Big East opponent. And it's funny, when I had Chris Aldab on the show last week, we, we sort of we talked about this. Because we, but we both picked Butler to win their game. And I think Chris, Chris picked Kentucky, I picked UConn. But now and that goes to the, the fact of who who win this game because Butler is a team that has proven that they can run with the Big East team. How they can they can play with Pitt. Uh, they had they, they mean they played Florida, which is a very physical team from the SEC. But I'm gonna I'm gonna say you I'm gonna say Connecticut is going to win this game. Very low scoring. I mean, it's gonna be rare if it reaches the 70s, somewhere in the 60s, because. UConn Kentucky game was fifties, which is the third lowest since nineteen eighty six. It's the third lowest combined score, which was of course it was last year's Butler Michigan, and then LSU UCLA in two thousand six. So this game though, impossibility of Oriaki with the hip. I think he'll be fine with his day of rest. If you're a Butler fan, I mean, I'd love to meet. It'd be cool to have, see it happen. Like, see what happens. Um, but I think UConn just, you know, because you know, as an old coach would say, time to leave everything on the floor. I think this is when UConn is just going to go all out and <laughs> just lit- literally go kamikaze on the Bulldogs because. This team has has carried so much weight on their shoulders, and you you look at this and you think it's only it's only destiny that this team would pick up the final win and you know seal the deal. But I wouldn't be surprised if, if Butler, because Shelvin Mack and Matt Howard are the two key focal points for. Uh, the Bulldogs. And my only thing, if you're UConn, and if I'm Jim Calhoun, is to try to get the Bulldogs in foul trouble. Because uh, Alan Smith and Alex Smith and Matt Howard are the two key roles in the reason of keeping Butler into this game. Because, I mean, three-point shooting can do you so much. But in retrospect, I don't think Van Zant is that, and the other guards. I mean, Shelvin Max is a phenomenal player, but any of the guards can keep up with Shabazz Napier, with Jeremy Lamb, and of course with Kemba. I, I've yet to see a, a person shut down Kemba this year. So I don't know. I would like to see uh, UConn win. Because a Butler team, Butler will be playing, you know, they'll be coming with our full, full strength with, oh, we, you know, we're trying to retake what's ours. And then, of course, UConn's coming at the side with are saying, oh, we're we're Big East, we've we've gone through so much, we're, look how much adversity we've overcome. Every game, most of the games we play have gone to the wire. So, I'm thinking UConn, though. I'd, I'd love to see Kemba win. One, it's just cool to see, you know, just a play like that go off because uh, 
on Sports on Thursday, we talked about a single player that can make a difference. Uh, 2003 with Carmelo Anthony. Uh, I mean, it's, yeah, <laughs> Mello, and look where he is now. <laughs> but, of course, he had help with uh, Jeremy McNamara and Akeem Warwick. But, yeah, I, I just, I'd like to see the Huskies pull it out. And, of course, that'll that'll do it for our Super... I'll still do it for our national championship coverage. But when we come back, we'll talk some more college basketball, throw in some NBA, uh, craziness about baseball, and all that other good stuff. But stay with us. You are listening to Fanatic Radio on WVAU.
Back to the Fanatic Radio, everyone. Uh, thank you once again for tuning in to WVAU. Uh, this new thing we're trying out: sick instrumentals after commercial breaks. Uh, hopefully, it catches on. Hopefully, I won't forget every single time I do it. But uh, classic gas by Mason Williams. Gotta love him. Uh, fun fact: the first time I ever heard that song was at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Cleveland. Uh, some good times. It's more like a rock and roll museum. Who am I kidding? Yet to yet to see an actual Hall of Fame, but. Alas, I digress, but uh, one of the big stories of the day, yesterday, that I love you, the fir- one of the first, if you haven't already tuned in to Sports Center, is the, lo and behold, monsters that is UConn. We'll go from men to women's UConn, where number two seed Notre Dame upset Geno's Huskies last night, 72-63. Son, the two-time defending national champions, and send Maya Moore packing the Player of the Year packing in the Final Four, which sets up a Notre Dame, Texas A&M women's finals. This is probably one of the only times, other than American women's basketball, that I will talk about women's basketball on this show. But this is a story that is worth sending out to the public because. For those of you that didn't know, uh, I weren't following women's basketball. Connecticut had a 81 game winning streak going I think it got to 82 yeah 82 longest ever it beat John Wooden's men's record back in the 70s 60s whenever it was uh, rest in peace to Mr. Wooden <laughs> but the Bruins team went undefeated won national championships this team when Mara Moore was recruited as a freshman it just Gino Arena said that great things were going to happen and two national championships later they did. This team lost to Stanford, had that record snapped over Christmas break, which I guess sometime sometime in December. And so now, uh, here they come to the Final Four. They managed to make it through their region, and lo and behold, they faced Notre Dame. And the last time, this, team has, this, this UConn team has faced this Notre Dame team four times this year. 
I, I don't honestly don't know. Yeah, twice in Big East play, where UConn barely won by five going into the Joyce Center to play the Fighting Irish. So Notre Dame's women's almost fall off the upset there. Uh, went to UConn, and then at once again the Big East tournament where UConn won. And of course, uh, lack of depth is what everyone is saying, and what I clearly saw last night. So, Fighting Irish going to the that national championship game for the first time since 2001, and Ruth Riley was on the team. That is a fun fact, and how do I know that? I have a baseball card, or a Sports Illustrated for Kids. I have a baseball card of her. It's his... I don't even know how I still have, I still remember that, but just a little, little throwback there for you, for the fans out there. Those of you that read Sports Illustrated for kids love that magazine. And but yeah, so Pony Irish back in uh, Connecticut ends the season with a thirty-six and three, thirty-six and two record. And Milemore's thirty-six points just not enough. Of course. Uh, Skylar Diggins, player for Notre Dame, 28 points, 6 assists, 4 boards. Uh, congrats to that team. Uh, back to the NBA. Uh, wondering how far a team... Well, you know, the Lakers won their 10th in a row against the Nuggets yesterday. Uh, yeah, against the Nuggets yesterday. You know, people are like, oh, when the and also the New York Knicks clinched the... First playoff uh, bid in four and yeah since 2004. So congrats to the Knicks, Mike D'Antoni, Carmelo, Mr. Big Shot, Mari and company. Um, but of course you look at it and think, well things could be a lot worse. Last week, uh, the beloved Minnesota Timberwolves, currently with a 17 and 58 record. Yeah, offered offered a sweet deal at uh, certain grocery stores. If you buy, I'm not, I'm not making this up. If you buy uh, four, purchase four cans of butter kernel vegetables, you can receive two tickets, two free Timberwolves tickets, and <laughs> four cans uh, for three dollars. So essentially, you're buying two tickets for a meal and a ticket worth a dollar fifty each. And even and I'm saying butter kernel, even my my roommate who's from Minneapolis, uh, shout out to John Guest if he's not if he's gotten out of bed by now, getting ready for his class, uh, knew butter kernel and and just laughed when he heard this, knowing that yeah things can be, but I mean, of course you, you do what you have to do to get fans in the seat. So vegetables for basketball tickets that is actually a very very smart idea. Never would have thought of that. It's a good, promo- good promotion. I mean, it's not stupid. And th- they, they do what they can to, to fill the seats. And I, I wholly respect them. I mean, that's something... It, it reminds me of the movie Semi-Pro. Um, with Will Ferrell. I watched that this weekend just for the fun of it. Good old basketball movie. Good old... At the ABA, about funny promotions like that. It was Jackie Moon... Uh, the guy, the character played by Will Ferrell, tends to jump over 47 feet of ball girls on roller skates. Uh, he wrestles a bear. <laughs> Corn dog knife. They score 125 points. Just crazy stuff like that. I feel like the NBA should do that. Of course, it's one of the most profitable leagues in the in the country. So why not? 
I don't think they'd waste their time, but yeah, forever. Uh, to baseball we go. Uh, Dodgers beat the Giants 2-1 on opening day on Thursday. And the reason why I say this is... Shout-out to my boy Clayton Kershaw, Dallas, Texas native, Highland Park High School graduate, who gets gets his first opening day win as a starting as a as an opening day pitcher, which is one is cool uh to see someone from my high school succeed like that. You know, of course Matty Stafford. Hopefully, you know, as as we're currently in lockout of the NFL, uh hopefully he can recover also from that injury he suffered last year. But uh yeah, uh congrats to Clayton Kershaw. Hopefully we can get his stats load up here, but they ended up only giving up one run, five hits. Uh, yeah, yeah, also, he went up against Tim Lincecum, so that's cool with that. Uh, hopscotching back to college basketball. Jimmy Fred- my boy, Jimmy Fredette, series of boys. Jimmy Fredette wins AP Player of the Year. It was announced on Friday. Call it what you want, controversy and, and everything about oh did he deserve it or whatnot. It, it, for everyone that said he choked in crunch time, no. Tell me tell me almost thirty points a game in the season doesn't count. A consistent range of twenty plus seasons he's had. And tell me that thirty three points in the tournament doesn't make a shine. Um and how his team still got to the sweet sixteen without Brandon Davies. So yeah, uh, Jimmer wins. Also surprising for college basketball coach Mike Bray wins AP Coach of the Year, which uh, I personally thought could have gone to Brad Stevens, but Bray, you know, led his Notre Dame team without Luke Herringoti from the ashes. Gets Ben Hensbrough, and this team goes lights out. Hensbrough wins up Player of the Year in the Big East. So strange enough for that. Um, other crazy stuff in sports. Um, ESPN polls analyst uh, Jalen Rose off the air uh, because it was announced on Friday that uh, Rose did not tell. USA Today reported that Rose did not mention a recent arrest on a suspicion of a DUI. So ESPN has released him for a, disclo- a disclosed amount of time, which is funny and ironic because all I can say is karma after the whole. Jalen Rose, Uncle Tom's Duke comment he made on that Fat Five documentary. Uh, Oklahoma Sooners, Lon Kruger, UNLV's coach, is going to coach the Sooners, taking over Jeff Capel. Uh, rumors that Coach Half will take over Missouri. Mike Anderson no longer at Mizzou. Uh, there's rumors that Matt Painter also might take over that position as well. So, craziness in the world of basketball. Uh, to hockey we go... Just a fun, just a fun fact. Uh, just a not a fun fact, but just just a fun fact that I saw uh, during the weekend. Nine different players score for the St. Louis Blues as they beat the Detroit Red Wings ten to three. Said head coach. I'm. Hold on. Yes. Uh, said head coach for the. For all hockey fans out there, forgive me if I. Don't even like get his name, but uh, the Red Wings coach said after the game, he uh, thought he would never end, thought it would never end. So everyone loves a good old-fashioned ten-zero butt kicking, and then 
Back to college basketball before we go to break. The uh, college, uh, yeah. Uh, also, another crazy. Uh, J J Z NBA is still investigating Mr. Z uh, for being an NBA owner entering into a Kentucky locker room after they won the Elite Eight, going to the Final Four. So they're investigating with uh, they have pictures and video evidence that he went in there. And apparently, NBA rules state that you cannot enter a locker room with players that aren't eligible for the draft. Which Jay Z, all I can say is, come on, man. The people are like, oh, he's Jay Z, he can do whatever he wants. No, he still has to follow by NBA rules. But I doubt it'll be that serious. But then again, you know, times have changed. Uh, it's called Basketball Day, isn't it? Uh, AP All Americans were announced last week. Uh, it's Jim Fredette, Nolan Smith, uh, Jared Sollinger, and us. Uh, let's. let's that is three. Kemba Walker, of course. And also a surprise, Juwan Johnson, who uh point a power forward for Purdue. I think it's a questionable pick, you know. I think Derek Williams from Arizona was a good choice. could have been a good choice. Uh Kenneth Freed broke the all time rebounding record this year. Led his team to the tournament upset also over Louisville. But Johnson, fine senior on the team. Uh cra- uh craziness also from the step aside from the final four, final four weekend at least. Uh, Jacob Tucker from Illinois College wins the Dunk College Dunk Contest. And for those of you asking who is Jacob Tucker, just go to YouTube, type in Jacob Tucker Dunks, and you will see a 5'10 white boy jumping over people, nearly kissing the rim, ended up beating out uh, Gilbert Brown from Pittsburgh, uh, John Williams from UNC Asheville, who, when I saw him play at Verizon Center, was just a massive air. So, look up look up this guy. A guy from a D3 school. Send in a YouTube video. And it went viral. It's about 3.6 million views right now. Uh, truly, it's truly an inspiration for those. Get into the weight room and jack your quads and calves because someday, because he, he's my height. And I can barely touch the net, and I'm proud of that. Let alone win a dunk contest. So, um, congrats to Tucker. Uh, Andrew Godlock wins the three-point contest, and he's a name you definitely have to stay with because a guy from College of Charleston was one of the top ten leading scorers in the country. Uh, he had multiple three-point games, one including a two-point loss to North Carolina this year, but he also had 40 last year. Or no, yeah. He had like 30 against North Carolina last year when the when Coastal Carolina, a College of Charleston, upset the Tar Heels, and he had 39 points in the NIT this year. Uh, unfortunately, Alabama ended up winning the NIT, ended up being the CU Buffs, ending a season for those Colorado fans out there. And of course, the uh, main All-Star game, Garlic comes back, scores 21. Kenny Fareed has 17 points, 18 boards as the West wins 113 to 108. Reese's College also game on Friday. The reason why I keep preaching on this is Americans' own Vlad Mulvaney was in this game. Uh, he did, I don't think he had a single point, but he did get his much deserved exposure as he also is going to enter in the Portsmouth Invitational Tournament, which is a 
three-day-long event where they play a series of games where NBA scouts and people from clubs and whatnot all over the country... Uh, yeah, all, NBA scouts and all over the world are going to watch these players. But looking at the team he played on, uh, he played on... Moldovania played on a team with Dwight Hardy from St. John's, uh, Wanamaker from the Pittsburgh team, Chris Warren, uh, three-point shooting ace from Ole Miss, Jacob Pullen, uh, the beard, the beard, uh, bearded wonder from Kansas State, Gary McGee, Mike Davis from Illinois, Austin Freeman, and my boy Vlad with also head coach Jeff Jones, AU's own, as uh, the assistant for Bill Foster. So good to see Vlad get some quality TV time. Had a couple of rebounds. Had a much much needed you know defensive stands and assists. So awesome for my boy Vlad. Hopefully we get him on the show sometime as he gets ready to prepare for the, hopefully uh, a free agency draft, whatnot. But um, we'll take a quick music break before we get to the final countdown, uh, the ten minute warning or whatnot, whatever, whatever, whatever we'll call it. But when we come back, uh, craziness outside of the American sports, and also. Um, so Dennis Robin, we'll find out what he's up to uh, when we come back. You'll listen to Fanatic Radio, but then by Snickers. Always have to keep. Always have to remember my boy, my friends at uh, my my good people at Snickers. But yeah, you're listening to Fanatic Radio on WVAU. Chocolate. Lisa had just eaten a peanut butter cup. But with Steve, I tasted something more. It was peanut butter and uh, Snickers. Peanut butter. You're right. Yeah, Steve it. had just eaten Snickers peanut butter oh, squared. Steve was delicious. Yeah. I'd love another taste. Oh, certainly. 
keep both squares, please. If you like peanut butter and chocolate, you'll love peanut butter and Snickers. Try new Snickers peanut butter squared.
Welcome back to FNAC Radio, everyone, on WVAU.org. Uh, good old Rolling Stones there. Uh, also had uh, Peter Bjorn and John with uh, Breaker Breaker from their new album. Stand by. Give me some. Yeah. Uh, first heard this song from a good friend of mine, my music director, Whitney Ambrose, who literally has every single song known to man on his iPod Touch. Uh, so thank you once again to Whitney for being the inspiration behind all the music that I play on this show. <laughs> uh, also, okay, so before we wrap it up here, just got some few little things to touch on. Didn't really get to uh, Premier League Club Fulham. For soccer fans out there, uh, has unveiled. Uh, let's see, see uh, team chairman Mohammed Al Fade has unleashed a, unveiled a statue of the King of Pop, Michael Jackson, in front of the Stadium Craven Cottage in London, just off the uh, Thames River. And he said, and I'm, I'm quoting this, he says, if some stupid fans don't understand and appreciate such a gift, they can go to hell or find a new team. So, Dang, guy means business with his team. But yeah, it's a giant Michael Jackson statue in front of this soccer uh, soccer stadium, and apparently he has good friends with apparently he has good friends with him. He sung with him in the early stages of his career, is what he says. So, he's a good friend of his, and Mr. Jackson died in 2009. Uh, also, for uh, video game fans out there, fans can currently go to ESPN.com and vote. 
for the person who they want on the cover of Madden 12, but also some other crazy changes are going to be made. How if a player gets a concussion in the video game, that they're out for the rest of the game. And the broadcast booth man himself, John Madden, supports this idea, saying concussions are such a big thing. Uh, it's been a big thing for the video game. It starts with the young kids. When they start playing, I think it's the osmosis. You get in a concussion. It's a serious thing you shouldn't play or leading to a headache that you want to eliminate. We want that message to be strong. So now concussions, huge in Madden 12. Also, you can vote for the person on the cover. And indeed, uh, India won the Cricket World Cup. Thought I'd just throw that out there, a little fun fact for everyone. First time since 86 when they won it. So, also, uh, just for laughs, before we end the show, uh, Dennis Rodman, who apparently... Uh, my good friend Josh Huberman saw him in a mall and has his jersey has his jersey retired and just Mr. Craziness of Dennis Rodman uh, take a listen to what he had to say a part of an interview he did with Sports Center. Dennis Rodman joins us now with what can only be described as an outstanding selection of clothes. Dennis, welcome to Sports Center. What are, what are you wearing? <laughs> I just put something on, Rand. I'm from, uh, I live in South Beach right now, and everything sounds very eclectic. <laughs> so I just went in my closet to do the hotel room and just start putting things on, brother. Now you're down there, are you, you're, you're going to be at the uh, palace for the retirement of the jersey? Gets his jersey retired by the Detroit Pistons, the team he played with Isaiah Thomas and whatnot, way back in the 80s. But of course, he also says he's going to the Hall of Fame at the laugh and a half, considering a guy that literally just got dressed in the dark, wearing a thriller jacket, a pink scarf, a white v-neck, and a crazy Alpine Stars hat with huge sunglasses. So that'll do it for us on that bombshell. That'll do it for us here at Snack Radio. Thank you, everyone, people at WVAU, for everything they do, the techniques and technical stuff and all that, the music, Whitney Ambrose once again. Uh, All the listeners, thank you for tuning in. And we'll see you next week as we'll get into our NBA playoffs and NHL playoff coverage because apparently only three more shows left till the end of the semester. So I'm Michael Gardner. Thank you once again for tuning in to FNAC Radio on WVAU. And just remember, there's a crazy, wild world of sports that's always waiting to be watched, viewed, and talked about.